Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! This is Quiet Drive, and this is thanks to Alexis. We were like, we didn't know what song we wanted to play. Carry On Our Wayward Son is always welcome here. When we're talking about Supernatural... I love this song. It's great. It's a great version of it. Uh, our producer also told us, that our engineer also told us that uh, Foo Fighters have done a version mm-hmm. of it. But today we stuck with this because we're talking about Supernatural Season 11, Episode 2, Form and Void. And today... Got Sam and Dean here. Here's <laughs> Look Sam. it. Oh They're so cute. <laughs> and we've got a cool little car. We've got the car. We've got baby here. We've got another replica. Alexis brought us some amazing, fun, supernatural stuff. And it's it's as if everyone's really here with us right now. <laughs> it's just going to get bigger as every episode happens. Exactly. We're going to fill the so table. Excited. Yeah. Well, since we are talking about supernatural, I'm your host, Lindsay Wegner. You guys can find me on Twitter at Lindsay Wegner. And today I am joined by Katie to my left. Hello, hello. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And Alexis to her left. And you can find me all over social media as atorres890. And you can find anything supernatural on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, all things social media, using the hashtag ABTV Supernatural to talk to us and searching for AfterBuzz on all things social media. All right, ladies, initial thoughts for this week's episode, Form and Void. I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. I am really curious as to this little thing that we found about helping the marks go away with the darkness. I don't know if that's going to last. It's it's making me nervous. I don't think this is over, but I'm excited to see where we're going this season. It's still very exciting. No, I'm on the same boat because I feel like this was a really good... We all talked about it last week. How we were like, maybe he'll find a temporary find mm-hmm. or a temporary cure. Um, I'm hoping that this is like, this is it. Like, this is the only cure we need. I don't really know for sure if it is. Um, and I am really curious to see how fast um, Mara is going to grow because that was only one soul and she was already, what, like eight years old? Like, that was fast. So, Did you I- expect Sam to find a cure this episode? Yes. Okay. I did, yeah. Because I feel like if we prolonged it too long, I think it would have got old real quick. You know, we needed to find a cure because, or a temporary cure, at least whatever it is, because mm-hmm. we can't see him die, especially when we learn. We'll talk about that later. But 
I just feel like if that's the case, if it's fixed, where are we going this season? It's still exciting, and, and this whole Amara storyline is really exciting. So I'm enjoying mm-hmm. this episode and this entire season so far, these two episodes. I think Amara's going to be a great addition to this season and keeping this whole plot going and figuring it out how really bound her and Dean are, mm-hmm. uh, how Crowley is obviously going to be playing a big role in this as we see next episode. Rowena is going to join the fight. We're we've got so much more coming this season. Speaking about finding a cure, I don't know if you guys know, I am a fantasy football addict. Oh, me too. You are too. Yeah. Perfect. Katie, do you play fantasy football at all? I do not. You do not. Do you no. like football? I do. I enjoy okay. it. Okay. All right. I like Friday Night Lights. Oh, oh we talked about that. Great great show. <laughs> uh after Buzz is brought to you guys completely for free. Thanks to our wonderful sponsors. And our sponsors tonight is DraftKings.com. This is a fantasy football kind of like play thing where you get to pick your own team. Make your team up. Every week is a, a new week. So you can make money in that week, the following week. You can join whenever you want. And if you use the promo code, code Buzz, you can actually play for free, which is super exciting. Um... It is the number one uh, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. Uh, and if you have an injured player, it's not a problem because you can bring a new player in and change it up every single week's week. And you can turn your love of football into payday right there on DraftKings.com. They draft a new millionaire every single week. And you pick up pick your players, pile up your points, and then you get the cash. And that's it. Pretty simple. Uh this is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to kings.com now using the promo code BUZZ to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. Enter BUZZ for a free entry right now. Who is your fantasy player right now, Alexis, that you are counting on every single week to get you points? Oh, geez. Um, I need to look. I'm playing a different, a bunch of different ones because I, I was on DraftKings a couple weeks ago and I won like... 40 bucks off of nice. the game. Wow. And um, I think it was off of a, a Packer game, but I can't yes. remember off the top of my head. Packers, yeah. obviously I'm from oh, Wisconsin. Snap. Oh, that's fans. right. I always forget about that. Well, there you go. Right now, my Denver defense has been bringing me racking points, like right around 30 points every single week and saving me from losing a couple times. Nice. But, but let's talk about Supernatural, because that's why we're here. But mm-hmm. thank you to DraftKings for supporting us and, you know, bringing AfterBuzz to you guys. And to us. So we're going to start off in Superior, Nebraska, where there's a fall festival going on. I'm calling these guys Grombies. Okay. Grombies. I'm Grombies. calling them Grombies because they've got the gray vein thing. Okay. And they're a zombie. Yeah, no, so that makes sense. It's, it's a Grombie. This is so just if there's any confusion as I call them Grombies. You know, we never learned this episode what they're actually going after. No. You know? Oh, yeah, we didn't learn about that. They're coming, I'm assuming they're just searching for people to feed them. So when they hear any sort of voice or noise, that draws them in. Which but, I think is interesting also that you brought it up was the fact that everyone's rate of transformation is all different. Since yeah. Sam is obviously taking a little bit longer to get there. I mean, uh, I don't know if we knew the guy that uh, Sam bum- bumped into today, but he was already you know, kind of finicky and shaky and stuff like that. Like, I need something to eat, so. And that's what I was confused about with Amara's dad turning, you know, at a different rate than others mm-hmm. and, and how he still had remorse. So maybe they're turning at different speeds and they're dying at different points of it. You know, some yeah. people might last and they'd be absolutely crazy and have no remorse mm-hmm. and then die. And some people might still be in the remorse. Like, I know this is bad, but I'm I'm also going crazy. And then they die. So it's like they die at different times, too. 
Yeah. And we just don't know the reason for the rate of this. Is it because they're getting more blood on them? Is it because perhaps they had an open wound that the yeah. blood got into? Mm. Is it because maybe they're healthier or they're not so, you know, is it somebody that's maybe sick? Are they already? eating blood off of people? I have no idea how this works. <laughs> Besides they're, the fact that just blood splatters. Exactly. The, they're trying to just kill people. Which uh, Brendan in the chat agrees that Grombies is hilarious. Yes. And we should stick with nice. that. Nice, <laughs> But this makes me wonder, you know, is this the end? Because we have all of these questions that we want to mm. know about these Grombies. And <laughs> it can't be the end because we need to know. No, I agree. I feel like if this town was affected... Like we said, kind of, it's like outbreak where one person gets out of a town and the next thing you know, the next town's infected and so forth. And all of a sudden you've got a city and then a state and then everybody's kind of getting infected by this. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping it's not the end of it because I feel like it was a really interesting story with the whole vein thing. I, yeah. I love the makeup aspect of it. Yeah. It's just really, really cool. So Sam, we find out, is kind of luring this guy in and ends up electrocuting him after he asks him, you know, when when did you turn? How how long have you been like this? You know, is this are, are what's what's the deal here? Were you guys expecting him to actually say something, or just kind of attack Sam? Because when he goes what and then electrocutes him, I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting him to talk, so that was new. Yeah, so. I, I didn't know what to expect, and I was really confused at what was going on, mm -hmm. what Sam was doing. But I guess I mean it makes sense. He wants to know. He wants answers, so he can I try like, to find a cure. I like Sam playing scientist mm -hmm. and trying to find out what's going on here and if there is a cure for it, you know. And he does end up questioning him, and the guy asks for pudding and eats the pudding. And so he kind of creates a friendship or maybe a little bit of trust with him to find out what's going to happen here. And he said he was infected this morning, but Sam was infected last night. And some are fast, some are slow. And the guy said, if you do anything, just shoot me. Just kill me. And shoot himself. He mm -hmm. said, and then shoot yourself. It drove me insane that, I mean, thank goodness for this changing mm -hmm. different people at different paces because Sam would have been dead. And he wasn't telling anything to Dean. Yeah. And that's something we talked about last mm -hmm. episode. Yep. So I don't really know how. I mean, I'm glad that he's obviously, we'll get to that, but I know that he's obviously cured for now. But I've, I'm, I am kind of scared to see if it will just eventually just kind of come slowly back maybe. And then we'll get more of our weird grainy. I I like the I like the cure, and I feel like it actually could really be the be all cure mm -hmm. because of what it is, and because of what we find out from Billy. True, but, Katie. What were you going to say? I was just going to say this somehow this darkness we see with Amara. Amara also having the the mark. Mm -hmm. You know, the mark never fully goes away. So maybe this darkness never fully goes away too. And it's kind of intertwined together. Okay. It's in their DNA once they have it. It's, mm -hmm. it's there. Yeah. We'll find out. Mm -hmm. So then we see uh, Dean and uh, Jenna heading towards Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where she's going to stay with her grandmother because she feels safe there. She's got the baby. She's got Amara with her. And um, as Dean leaves, Jenna goes in and her grandma says, you got to take a nap. So she puts the baby to bed and then Jenna takes a nap. And as the baby is laying down, we see the, is that telekinesis? If you can move things, it's not telepathy. That's thinking things. So I think it's no, telekinesis. telekinesis. So you can move stuff. So we see her moving the box of baby stuff and it kind of just falls open. And she kind of giggles a little bit, mm -hmm. like a little sinister little baby. baby. 
I just, I was I was on the same boat with Dean where I was like, so this is the exorcist. Like we're having one of those moments where things are just going to start flying around yeah. the house. Like, yeah, great. <laughs> here we here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so Dean calls Cass, who's being held hostage by Jonah and Ephraim, and he says that he's cursed. They should run, and they're like kind of torturing him essentially, and that's. They, they want to get answers from him. They want to find out where Metatron is, what's happened to him, why he let him go, even though he stole his grace back. But why isn't he using his grace to heal himself? Yeah. Because he's just, he's got this thing going on from Rowena, this curse. Yeah. Um, so he's being tortured with the angel blade. They're asking where Metatron is. He doesn't know. Um, and he would choose Sam and Dean over heaven every single time. I think that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I have no words for that. You I have no words for that? Because I'm, I'm super excited that Cass is like, you know, bros before heaven. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> at the same time, I'm kind of like, what? But it's causing trouble, Cass, and I don't like to see you hurt. So I'm in the I'm in the middle. But obviously, pro Winchester yeah. all the time. So. I feel like as God is a very forgiving person, he'll forgive Cass no matter what. Even though Sam and Dean kill sometimes not for the good. They I mean we've seen Demon Dean, we've seen, you know, you know, Soulless Sam yeah. and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So they are killing, but it, they're essentially at the end of the day killing for greater good. And I know I've seen a couple people on uh YouTube post that they're so mad at Sam and Dean for releasing the darkness. But we wouldn't have a show. No, it's true. If we didn't have all this craziness happening and all this evil in the world for them to fix. Mm-hmm. Even if they do it themselves and release it themselves, it, it wouldn't be supernatural without something crazy happening that they have to clean up their own mess. Yeah, and I love them working together, so at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like agree. that. <laughs> so let's jump back to Jenna waking up because she hears noises. And the baby is making the blocks fly into the wall, saying, feed me, yeah. with once again this little sinister smile on her I face. Just- Bolted, you know, like I'm out. <laughs> that's what the grandmother did, and Jenna was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go feed the baby." What are you doing? You just saw blocks push up against the wall, like it was like breaking into yes, the wall. They were like, stuck, stuck there because <laughs> the baby's so powerful. Her yeah, mind yeah. is so powerful. Yeah, no, nope, nope. No. Honey bunches a nope. <laughs> grandmother wants to call the priest. Call the priest is gonna I mean, call next. My grandmother would done, would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, straight up. So she Jenna calls Dean obviously to figure out what they can do. Dean calls Sam. Sam says that he's you know working. Um, it's like the Exorcist in Zombieland, mm-hmm. and um, we see that his prisoner is now dead. So he has died. Uh, everybody in the chat is like, who are you going to call? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> you got, yeah, I, I didn't know at first who he was talking to because I thought they were going to show him talking to Jenna, but it was actually that he was talking mm-hmm. to Sam, filling him on the info, which was great. It would have been unnecessary for him to talk to Jenna, so yeah. good editing on that part. Mm-hmm. And Dean calling the darkness a crazy fart. That that was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, that was not needed. <laughs> but that's such a Dean fashion that it just kind of worked out. Yeah. Well, we see this prisoner dead. And then we hear singing in the hospital. I got worried for a second there. I was like, what's happening? What did you think it was? I didn't know what it was at first because I was like, okay, someone obviously, it could be an angel, but I I don't know why they would be going after Sam right now. But then again, because they're torturing Cass, I thought maybe that was what was happening. Right. Then I saw her and I was like, well, that would be interesting if it was a reaper. And, and you and called it. We find out it's a reaper and uh, Sam and Dean have been keeping her busy. 
mm-hmm. even though they have killed her boss. This just was one of my favorite scenes of the entire episode. Same All here. the things she had to say to mm-hmm. him, you know, about them always coming back and, and no more. They're going to toss them into the empty. And I just was like, this is powerful and this is actually scaring me because, you know, time and time again, we see them come back, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to be final. We're worried, but we're not at the same time because it's supernatural and anything happens. But now this is really making me scared. I just think that it was it, it's the time to sit there and be like, hey, the stakes are high. You you messed up, you two. So you, you know, you reap what you sow. You're mm-hmm. on your last legs. Yeah. What lives it. dies. Oh, man, we are just cranking them out sorry but no, <laughs> it is. yeah no but this is it like i feel like you know you've took to you've t- you've uh taken advantage of your chances and i mm-hmm. think this is it for them i mean not saying that we're we're not going to ever get sam and dean but i feel like they're not going to get as much help as they have in the past so yeah. well she said there's no coming back from this and she can tell sam is dying yeah so now do we think it, sam's just dying because of him being a grombie or turning into a grombie that's it's what not I because yeah. he's Got something else. Let's hope that that's just crossing my fingers. Essentially, yeah. She called him unclean in the biblical sense, (laughs) which is great because that helps him discover the cure. I would have never thought in a million years that's like that would have been like the sign Mm -hmm. that he needed. That was crazy. I I love that. That was. I think it's interesting that then he goes into the chapel and stuff. But uh, so Cass broke Metatron out of heaven, took his grace. Metatron has tricked him. We see a bright light, and he calls to Hannah. So Hannah's taken a new vessel, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, is coming to the rescue and says to the angels, the other angels, that this is not the way to get answers. And that something, Cass says that something horrible has happened. What are you fearing at this point? What are you thinking Cass is going to do? Do you think Cass is fixable with this curse? Do you think that Hannah can help him? I didn't think so. I didn't think so either. I feel like because this is just a type of magic that neither angels or demons can handle, that only someone else, a witch, will have to be the only one to help To break this. Yeah. Yeah, and this book is very powerful, Mm -hmm. and we haven't seen all the things that it can do, and I think that's another thing that Supernatural is going to explore this season with Rowena and with, you know, how powerful this is. So I think, like you're right, it has to be fixed by a witch. Yeah. So we see that Hannah actually does help Cass, who says he wants to remain locked. He's like, don't don't undo the chains. Like, I don't want anything to happen to you. But Good move. Hannah yeah, also smart. can't <laughs> heal Cass at all. This curse is too strong. Like you said, this, yeah. book has, this book has bound this curse to him. Mm-hmm. And it's unbreakable, I think, without a witch's... Which is why he can't heal himself either. Yeah, I think that was the one thing I thought of. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why he's having a hard time. And they tortured him. I mean, that was they... hard for me to watch, guys. Like, to be honest, like, I can usually get through something, but like, supernatural, when it comes to torturing the, any of the boys, I'm just like, I can't. I can't mm-hmm. watch it. It was rough. It's, I mean, they, they were going, it was the stabbings and then the cut down the face and <laughs> talking about losing hands and other parts. Yeah. Um, the alarms are going off, and he explains to Hannah that that's because of the darkness, which was locked away since creation, and now it's free. And Hannah doesn't even know, thinks the darkness isn't real. Yeah, so it's she didn't just, even realize this was a real thing. I feel like everybody, whether they're in heaven or hell, they're just kind of like, oh, it's just stories that we tell, you know, little angels or little demons when we they go to bed at night. We can all think like that about certain things. Yeah. It's another reason to make this seem very scary. Yeah. another person doesn't know about the darkness and that it's actually real. It's so crazy to me. And 
Hannah is once again asking where Sam and Dean are. So she has set a plan to find this out. And Cass realizes it. He's on to them. And realizes they're just out to find Sam and Dean. And that all the angels are mad at Cass right now. Because he's freed Metatron. They were all friends before Metatron was freed. But this has turned all of them against him. And they want to find the Winchesters to take care of them. Because he's chose the Winchesters one too many times. What do they want to do with the Winchesters? That's what I was going to ask you guys. I was like, I don't understand what they need the Winchesters for. To either Mm -hmm. just kill them off, just be like, oh, they've caused enough trouble, let's get rid of them. Or like, you need your help to find Metatron. I don't know. I'm I'm really confused. I mean, if they kill them, it doesn't stop the darkness. True. It doesn't stop that. I mean, the Winchesters, Rowena, Crowley, they're all going to be essential to finding out how to get rid of this. Mm Mm-hmm. And how to make things anew again. So then maybe after that, okay, do you capture that? I mean, there's there's nothing there's nothing they can do by stopping the Winchesters that's going to stop then the darkness from... Yeah, no, the, they're just thinking about the whole Metatron storyline, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, they're just one-track mind. Because they don't know that the darkness is a real thing. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah, so maybe they just they're just kind of in denial. They think it's about a fake it. it's yeah. a fake story, it's a fake plot line mm-hmm. or something and yeah. so they think the alarms <laughs> are sounding because of Metatron. Um, yeah, I think that's like that I mean it seems like that's their main goal. I mean, mm-hmm. why would you torture Cass to you know, the ends of the earth to just find this guy? Or well Metatron, but yeah. Right. So. Well, speaking of the torture, it was bad enough to see him being tortured without putting that head Ugh, I can't even thing on him and that. like pushing those like poles. Eh, 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 Ooh, no. that was that was bad. And you know, Hannah's trying to stop it, but Cass is Cass actually is too strong. He can actually stop this from happening. Thank goodness. And he's just got this will to get everybody out of his way so mm-hmm. he can go kill Crowley because that's his mission. That's what this curse was put on him to do. Mm-hmm. But I love that, like we talked about it last episode, or Cass still has remorse about the things that he's mm-hmm. doing, and he knows it's not right, but he just can't stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Ephraim, Jonah, and Hannah all end up getting killed. I mean, I was actually... I, I really didn't care about Ephraim and Jonah, but uh, Hannah's death was rough for me. Like, mm-hmm. just thinking about it. And, I, and everyone in the chat, Boo 69Bs, everybody was all talking about how, like, people... Like, we all got sad seeing mm-hmm. that Hannah die, because she was mostly just trying to just find the information. She didn't want to hurt Cass, mm-hmm. and obviously that didn't work and out And she her. saved him before. Yes. And I think with all the turmoil and everybody getting mad at Cass about this whole Metatron mm-hmm. thing, you know, Hannah said to Cass, we were friends. And then he asked if, do you hate me? And we didn't have, an, you know... We didn't have an answer. We didn't have an answer, yeah. but I really don't think Hannah hated Cass. I think maybe Hannah was conflicted because... Yeah. You know, you don't know which side to choose, and you are friends. Peer pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with you. It's sad. Well, let's talk about Sam going to the chapel and praying, and what he was praying for, and saying that it's his fault, he's not sure how to fix it, but Dean deserves a life, and he needs to know there's hope. Does Dean deserve to live more than Sam? They both yeah, deserve to like, I think they both deserve to be on this earth. Just but saying. We see this time and time again with both of the brothers that the other one deserves to live Wishes. over the other. Mm-hmm. And just, yep. you know, shows their love for each other. Mm-hmm. I don't really ever think that they're happy when they're on their own. No. They have to be together. Yeah. 
As season six started with Dean being back with Lisa, right? Her name was Lisa? Yeah, I believe so. You know, he's not... It's monotonous. He's there... Living this family living this life. family life, but it's essentially not the way it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be together fighting monsters, demons, grombies. Yeah. All things. that they, they can't be apart. It, they're each other's soulmate. But yeah, pretty much. I mean, even even if let's say if to go a, l- a little further, where like if they did decide to both have families, they can still hunt together. Like that can still be a thing, especially if their wives understand that. But like, yeah, hunting is just getting more complicated. It is yeah. getting more complicated, and it I is dangerous. Agree. I mean, can you imagine being? It's like being a wife of a police officer, firefighter, anybody that's yeah. in an industry where there's danger like that. You know, you you're worried that. They may not come back. Yeah. The Reaper was bringing up some good points, too, about, you know, being uncleaned in the biblical Mm -hmm. sense. Is it just have to do with the darkness, like you were saying? Or is it in a bigger sense of what they're doing? And and is it what God wants them to do? All this hunting and killing? I feel like if if that was the case, I think God would have intervened, like, a long time ago. Right. You know, especially since dear old dad was also doing it for a long time. There's other hunters out there. So I feel like... It's a weird middle ground. But I almost think that's what Sam's, you know, talking to God about, too. He's just wondering, like, he's saying, you know, I'm peace with dying, but Dean deserves a life. And I think he's kind of feeling those words that the Reaper said to him. I think Mm -hmm. they're affecting him. Yeah. What did you ladies think of the flashes? The sign, I guess, perhaps he could call of God the flashes of torture? Yeah, I don't know what to think about that, actually. I don't really understand. I thought that maybe it was um, the darkness that was inside of him just slowly tearing away at his um, humanity because that's what yeah. ends up happening is after a while it's just like, that's, that's fantastic it. observation, oh, Alexis. Like- I love that. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to go with that because I was very confused. You know, he was confused. What does that mean? I didn't understand. He was so angry, too, when he saw it because he's like, what does that mean? And then yeah. just kind of kept going. How is that the sign for hope? I don't know. Exactly. How can that be hope when he's praying for hope and he's praying? Well, he's praying for hope, but he's praying for a sign. So, I mean, I do that sometimes. I'm like, okay, what should I do? Give mm-hmm. me a sign. And then, you know, it's it's one way or another. But essentially, what are you wishing for? It's That's like somebody true. that says they make a, they say, okay, heads, heads I go to the party, tails I don't. But as soon as you flip that coin and you're thinking about what you want to be doing, you you really essentially know what you want. It's like deciding whether someone's good for you or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I always like that when somebody's like, flip a coin about what you should do. Whatever you're thinking when that coin flips, that's what you should end up doing. Yeah. You know the answer. You know down. the answer. So, obviously, Sam's hoping for something good, but we see something dark. So, I do like what you're saying, Alexis, that maybe this was, you know, the the darkness tearing away at any good part of him. Mm-hmm. Until he could get rid of it. Or is that the actual way to get rid of the darkness? And this is just that, you know, temporary fix. Because it it looked like the same torture devices that Dean was going through when he was in hell. So I didn't understand completely because I was like, wait, does that mean you have to die and then something will happen you can come back? Like, it was was weird. So I didn't know if that, that was a better way to do that. It was to torture it out of you. It's weird. Uh, this whole this whole darkness thing has got me really confused. It seems more painful than what he actually did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about Dean, who arrives at Jenna's house. The grandma has called a priest who has brought in a exorcist. 
happens to be Crowley. Father Crowley. I laughed who's, out loud at this I part. <laughs> who's working a case. He's like, I'm just working a case. Which, and he's been doing this for a while, apparently, is what he said, that, like, he's made friends with other priests and nuns and stuff like that, so that, obviously, if it's one of his own, he can handle it or ignore it. And I was like, Crowley's been doing this for what? I don't even understand. But I kind of like seeing Crowley and Dean work a case together. I love it. Every single time that Crowley can be part of the boys, it makes me so happy. (laughs) Well, later on, we see Dean getting beat up, and Crowley's just standing there like, well, whatever. Like, okay, then I'm bored. Bored. You know, so he asks where Cass and Sam are, though. Mm -hmm. So he kind of wants to know kind of what's going on. And uh, as the demon has gone rogue, Crowley comes out. Mm. So Jenna is now possessed as she goes to check on the baby again and feed it. And the baby has now fed on her soul. She's just soulless. She's soulless. Yeah. Goes and kills Grandma. Something she always dreamed about. <laughs> picking up the knife and slitting her throat. Uh-huh. You know, we saw in the previews last week that Crowley says this baby eats souls. Mm-hmm. But I, I was thinking at first that this, you know, we were talking about the darkness actually taking different forms and being and jumping around in different mm-hmm. bodies. So I was thinking that that's what actually happened. Yeah, I thought that the baby jumped into, or the darkness jumped into uh Whichever per- yeah. person, it can jump from person to person. But then when the baby started crying, I was like, so is the baby normal now? Oh. Or is it back? I'm so confused. I, and I think it's yeah. crying out for Dean. Yeah. But also, Dean reacted after after Jenna died. He was just like, you're not going to touch her or stay away from her. And he, like, jumped into action. I was like, oh, what's happening? And he did that right after he said, I have to kill this baby. So he knows that he wants to kill it because it's what he has to do, but then he can't. He yeah. literally can't. He doesn't have a choice. I like the conversation he has with Crowley, yeah. saying that, and Crowley saying, well, she stops crying when you're around. She obviously, you have this instinct, yeah. and we know it's because they're bound by the mark. Mm-hmm. And they need to find Jenna. So, obviously, they do find Jenna. And a fight ensues. Crowley gets bored. He ends up just killing her to take care of it. And as the baby has now taken Jenna's soul, we see these eyes turn into more human, older eyes. Wasn't that creepy? It was so creepy. I rewound it because it was so... So creepy and so cool. (laughs) No. (laughs) It was just so weird. So strange. I think that when we see the initial shot of Jenna just throwing all the, like, Catholic stuff down, so we know, obviously, it's not her. Well, it it is her. It is her. That's what I thought was interesting, the moment when I realized, oh, 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 Mm -hmm. it's her. It's not the darkness jumping into her body. No, it's just her, just without a soul. Yeah, because she she started talking about how she always, down in the kitchen when she slit the grandmother's throat, I always wanted to try this. And then she was saying, oh, I always hated these little things that my grandma had, and she was destroying them. So it it was her, Mm -hmm. you know, she knew things about her in her life. But she's giving us information, saying that the baby needs to feed. Amara is hungry. Yeah. So we know she's feeding for something and we know it's obviously a soul. And yes, this whole conflict between Dean and Crowley talking about Dean knows he needs to kill her, but he can't mm-hmm. because they're bound. And Crowley's like, well, I, I'll kill her then. Fine. I'll take care of it. But do we really think he was going to yeah. do that though? No! He's yeah. going to feed her! <laughs> 
He is going to bring the darkness out. And I think, did we talk about last week how they might, the darkness and Crowley could potentially work together? Mm-hmm. And is this going to be good? Because obviously they're going to be fighting for power at some point. Yeah. How many souls does this baby need to eat and how often? And yeah. how how fast is it going to grow yeah, into an adult? Yeah, I know someone I mean, that was one soul and again she was already 8 years old. So I don't know what's going to happen after seeing her her van of candy. Uh there's like four or five people in there. Also a lot of people are talking about this being we brought it up last week mm-hmm. about this being a Lilith storyline, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. I don't think everybody wants to see it go down the same I agree. road. So yeah. I think she's going to grow into an adult. I do too. Yeah. Cuz I think Lilith just jumped from different bodies. She did. I think this it's actually her growing into mm-hmm. what we see the vision that Dean suggests that when he talks about with Sam, the darkness, this is the vision he saw. That's at where it was at the time when the vision talked to Dean. I feel mm-hmm. like we're going to go further than that. <clears throat> yeah. And it is going to get older and more powerful. Um, and but I hate... Does she just keep getting older? Well, that's what I'm. That's what I want to find out. Is that I want to see like how many actors they can throw in mm-hmm. for this character because that'd be really cool to see like an old lady, old lady darkness, and that'd be really interesting. But I, then, do you start all over again? I don't know. But then that means the darkness can can just well, regenerate over and over and over. If it's released, if it's been stuck for centuries, so that it just takes a new form and starts oh, out and grows so old again. I hate to say this and bring this up again, and somebody hated that I talked about Twilight, but. Oh, it whatever. is like, it's like Renesmee. Yeah. You know how, like, Bella finds out that the baby is half human, half vampire. So, what exactly is Amara? She's obviously evil, part evil, but is there some goodness to her if she's connected to Dean and they're bound by something? And if she's growing at an incredible rate by feeding on souls, how fast? I mean, in the preview, we see Crowley bringing her four people. So, does that mean. That she's going to be, like, an adult then? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming that she's going to be an adult. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to have to get there. And I would like to see her go through her stages of being an adult into maybe an old lady. And then maybe that's how she'll die. I have no idea. Um, but I feel like this is just their way because they can't take any other form. They have to take a human form. So maybe she thought because, like, kind of like a vampire that she would, um, as centuries go on, <clears throat> as centuries go on or years, that she would have to adapt to people and then just kind of go with that. So that's what I thought with the whole generation thing. Hmm. Well, Crowley says he's not a sidekick. Dean sticks the blade through Crowley's hand. Dean goes to the crib. Baby's gone. Crowley's gone too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not alone. Boo 69Bs agrees with the Twilight uh, scenario. Thank you. So, you're all there. It's, I mean, I know it's Twilight, but it's it's still it's it's this it's a Plot similar thi- it's, it's a similar it's, plot. Yeah, yeah. Thing. It's all it's all in the same thing. Not comparing it to Twilight. Twilight's very very different, but just a similar plot line. Supernatural's better. Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's way better. Yeah. It's kept kept us going for 11 seasons yeah, right now, so we're crazy. obviously still sucked in. Yes. All right, let's jump back to Sam who is turning further into the his Gromby-like state, and realizes what Billy has told him. This biblical purification. Quickly looks up online and sees holy oil can potentially purify somebody. He had to work fast. Yeah. He had to work fast. He lights it. He starts to burn himself, but as he's burning himself, it is. It's purifying him. The veins are gone. Is it for good or is it temporary? Do you think? What do you think? Let's make a quick prediction. Whether you think that this holy oil is permanent or temporary? Uh, permanent. Oh, I want to say permanent, but I also want to say temporary. I'm torn because I still want to see more of this story. I don't think it's going to end. Maybe it's permanent and there's just a lot more people infected and 
maybe after a while some people actually don't die and then that becomes a bigger mm-hmm. issue. You know, I, I want to see more of how the darkness is affecting humans. I think it's really interesting. But I actually, thinking about it, I love the holy oil and the biblical and it's all tied in with the Bible because that's where the darkness was created in the mm-hmm. beginning of time. It was locked away since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, I like that. I mean, technically, it could be temporary because how much holy oil could you actually have? And you have to make rings or you got to throw it at them. Like, how mm-hmm. are you going to figure out how to distribute it to the masses is what I'm worried about. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is permanent right now. For the early stages of the Grombi, it is permanent. But as it multiplies and breaks to other cities... To get to them in time, I feel like it's it's like a virus. It's going to keep getting bigger mm-hmm. and harder to destroy. So the holy, holy oil may not destroy something if it's gotten to further cities and multiplied. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think in the early stages, this can stop it. I don't know if it's going to be permanent for the rest of the world because I like the darkness still going and I like the fact that they're going to have to find something else to stop it. And Dean and Sam will hopefully have to work together to stop it. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see one of them fighting this darkness Gromby thing. I want to see both of them going after Fighting it. together. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, everybody is also thinking, uh, Brendan thinks it's temporary, Boo69B thinks it's permanent, so there's a lot of back and forth. Okay. So, uh, so then we see Sam luring some more Grombies in with some music. He has the ring of fire, the holy oil ring, and it burns off of these three, these three people, and they thank him. Mm-hmm. They're back to their normal lives, hopefully. I mean, they may not have any family left. Yeah, true. But because they ate them all, or they're just they yeah, they ate them all. All. they're all dead. Like, uh, just thinking about it makes me really sad. Yeah, they just have to figure out a way to save the rest of them. And is this going to do it? And like you said, holy oil. Uh, I believe as kind of like holy water. Um, being Catholic, you just have to a priest has to bless it. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's so what you I'm can get ask. holy oil. It's just a matter of the priest needing to bless it. And obviously, there's if, numerous amounts. What of if priests. the priest is, is like? What if most of the priests are like possessed already? Then mm-hmm. what? There's got to be one somewhere in another. Oh, sure. City. Can Crowley do it? Because he's technically a priest. I'm just saying. <laughs> That'd be really but funny. But would he want to? But he no, wouldn't want not. to. Of course not. You want to see things happen. Wait. Yeah. So is that definite though that holy oil? can just be, like, regular oil can be made holy oil by being blessed. That's technically true. I believe that only yeah. because of being Catholic and knowing that when you get baptized and when you get confirm- mm-hmm. when you get confirmed, and I believe even um, First Communion, you get blessed with the yes. holy oil. Even for house warmings for mm-hmm. in Catholic um, um, households, I know that the priest will come in and he'll bring his own holy, holy water that he's already blessed mm-hmm. either in the church or whatever, and he'll spray it around the house. So mm-hmm. I think as long as a yeah. priest bless it, bless <clears throat> it, I, I think. Do not quote me on that. I'd Put it in the comments yeah. or tweet it to yeah. us. Let us know if, if we that's don't know. for sure. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that as long as a priest blessed it, it, it is holy. Yeah. Yeah. He has the power of God to change it into something that is mm-hmm. holier than we can. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then Sam and Dean go back to the bunker. We get back to the bunker. Yeah, I know. Which is awesome. I missed that thing so and much. <laughs> me too. And I love to see them back together again. But I'm wondering, did they share everything? I mean, I know nope. that Dean was talking a little bit about the darkness and, and the moment that he had. He briefly touched on it. But did he tell him everything? Did Sam even tell him that he was infected? Probably Absolutely not. not. Probably how, not. How do you not tell him that when you found a cure, permanent or temporary? Because... When- 
He what? can just tell him that he found the cure because he cured somebody else. But he's got to tell her the conversation I he know. had with the Reaper but because we need to know that you can't die. Wouldn't <laughs> can't. Wouldn't Dean be good to know that Sam had this so that he can be on the lookout for any signs and right. symptoms of him turning back into the scrumbie. That's also true because I feel like we're saving that for a further conversation. It's going to come gonna, up later, and, and he's going to be like, "You didn't tell me." This is and he's going to be like, it, "Sam." And, and, if, <laughs> and if it wasn't a permanent thing, it's been growing inside of you, and now we can't stop it. Now I've got to kill you or cut off your hand or or something. Yeah, something or, or, or torture you with the thing that he yeah, was seeing, the vision. Oh no! And yeah, it would make sense because Dean's been in hell before, so he understands. Ah, I can't. Yeah. That's going to be so ridiculous. Well, and that's what Dean says. Well, maybe this darkness, if if it's the baby, maybe the woman I saw was a vision. We don't know. And then they see Castiel behind Ugh. this thing of books and he's obviously been beaten and he asks for help. I love, though, the thing of books because it brings us back to last season with yep. the family trying to burn everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen and they're they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those crazy guys from last season. Yeah. Can't remember their names, but they were super cool and The Frankensteins. Yeah, yes. the Steins. <laughs> the Steins. Uh, so then we do see Amara who's walking around town and Crowley brings her family to uh, take their souls and she smiles. Oh, did anybody else find it so creepy? He's like, hello, little girl. And then opens Ooh. the van and I want some candy. And I was creepy. like, oh. I, I thought it was person. hilarious. No, I th- it's still funny because it's, it's in Crowley fashion. It's Crowley. And I it's love totally like him. dry sense of humor. Yeah, but it was just thinking about him just like, Not taken too seriously. Creepy. Well, the darkness liked it. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, since we've got a wrap, let's quick uh, come up with some predictions for next week. We do see Amara. She is hungry. Hungry. She's hanging out with Crowley. She keeps asking him for food. Uh, Cass, it looks like, is about to kill someone, potentially. Mm-hmm. And we get Rowena back. She's blonde, and she's casting spells. Yay! All right. Predictions for next week. Do you want to start, Alexis? Uh, only for the, 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 the light show. Favorite thing. Um, I feel like we're not gonna get our our cure. Oh, maybe we will. Maybe we'll get very close to getting a cure for Cass because I, uh, you know, she's back. And um, but I don't, I don't want to because I kind of want to know more about it and maybe get real close to him getting to Crowley and maybe killing him again and going through that whole fight because it was awesome. Um, I I think that we're gonna have uh the the. Sam getting infected talk within either next episode or the episode after that. I feel. I think it's time for that. Mm, they need to do that. Uh, yeah, it just I just feel like it's necessary, you know. But other than that, I don't. I really don't think Dean's going to tell him anything because that's just stubborn Dean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking that Rowena has gone off and done some things with the book, and I think no, that's going <laughs> to yeah, it's going to be another problem and some kind of different thing going on that she's actually use the book on other curses and spells. And I also, I love that last scene with Crowley because I just love Crowley. I think, he's so you know, he's one of my favorite characters. And I think him saying to Snow Dean earlier on in the episode, you know, I'm not your sidekick. Yeah. Crowley is Team Crowley. And as much as we love see him, like seeing him with the boys, he's with the boys because he knows that they get stuff done. Yep. And they do, you know, what he wants in his own agenda because he's, also out for himself to be safe and Thank I you. and you know and him teaming up with Amara I think that's 
not necessarily what he wants, but what he thinks is the best move because because he, he doesn't know anything about the darkness, and he thought the darkness was a myth. So now that it's not, he's saying, okay, well, let me befriend it and pretend that I'm going to be its sidekick, but I'm really not. Yeah, but I don't think Amara is going to fall for that. I think nope. Amara is going to try to take the power. Oh my god. And Crowley is just one of her little pawns. Mm-hmm. This season's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> and Rowena, if she finds out that the darkness has some sort of hold over mm-hmm. little Fergus, oh my gosh. we are going to have a battle right there between the darkness and Rowena. Oh, it's going to be so great. Which is going to be crazy. Do you think, though, that she still would protect him if she wanted to kill him? Ooh, I don't know. I think Rowena's on her own, and I think that if, you know, Crowley has to die, well... Oh well, I no, think that's how she thinks of it. I think that they're just they're they're for their own team, mm-hmm. like yeah. strictly. Like they will do anything in their power to kind of team up with people, but in the end, they're only thinking of for mm-hmm. themselves. Well, I'm predicting that I think Alexis, you're right that this there's going to be something where uh, <laughs> Sam is going to show a symptom, yeah, of the Grombi. So then he's going to have to explain to Dean what happened. Do you think the visions will continue? Those weird that that thing that he had when he thought of his of him being tortured. Do you think that's going to keep him up at night? Maybe that's going to make him mm-hmm. think. Oh wait, is this really gone? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'll be that'll be a sign, and then he'll have to explain to Sam what's or Dean what's going on because mm-hmm. it's going to be similar to the headaches or something that yeah. he's going to have to do. Rowena, obviously, we need her to get rid of the curse that's on Cass. Yeah. We are going to, in the next couple episodes, I hope, see what Rowena's been doing with this book. I think, Katie, you're right in the back that, in the fact that we're going to flash back to what Rowena's been doing with this book while she's had it in this interim thing. So I'm hoping we get, like, an episode or two of her casting spells, creating, you know, trouble and danger everywhere else. <laughs> and I still want to see backstory on Rowena. I still want to see backstory on the book and the witches and all that stuff. Yeah, we should get some... Yeah, I didn't think about that, that we didn't get much backstory on her. So, yeah, that'd be nice. You know, it'd be interesting, too, to see more witches, and maybe those witches take the spell <gasps> off of Cass. Ooh, you know, that would be interesting. Well, because, yeah, I feel like it doesn't have to be just her. Maybe someone that... Uh, maybe a witch who's been uh, double-crossed by Rowena's like, you know what? I'll help you. Mm-hmm. But also you have to kill her for me, or something crazy like that. Because you have to... She has to be in danger for some reason to actually take this off of Cass, because she wants her son dead right now. Mm-hmm. So, why would she do that? I don't know. Um, the chat is talking about Michael and Lucifer because that technically, because the darkness, they broke out. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking that they might come back. And apparently, uh, I don't know if it, uh, it's Chris here that says, Did you guys see the Instagram, Instagram pic of the cage? And I was like, What? Oh, I What's did not. Mean? I haven't seen it, but I'm going to look it up later and maybe talk about it. But With yeah. The Sam in the cage? Uh, it doesn't say anything. It just says, You guys see the Instagram That's, pic of the cage. That is true. Thank you guys for bringing that up. Definitely, like Michael and Lucifer, anyone can come back. So it's totally possible that they've been freed and this brings them back and then opens a whole new can of worms up for all of that. Yeah, and then Brandon said, what if the darkness brings back people from the dead to fight for it, like Evil Bobby or Evil Dad? Ooh, even better! That would be even better. nuts if they All decided right. to do this. Sorry, I don't mean we've to got, We've we got so go. many predictions and things coming up. You guys can tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us, all those things on our social medias. Alexis, where can they find you to talk to you about Supernatural? Well, you can find me all over social media, and we're all Alexis Torres is sold at ATORS890. If you guys do iTunes reviews, um, tell me what your guys' favorite character from Supernatural is. I might give this away. 
So, because I get loot crate and stuff like that, and I also have a giant uh, membership with Hot Topic, so they usually give me some stuff sometimes. So I might give something away every two weeks. So yeah, exciting. Yep. So leave an iTunes review, rate us, comment, follow all three of us, and I will pick somebody from the iTunes reviews for next week, and I will send you this little tiny, uh, cor- uh not Corolla, um, the car. Sorry, baby, <laughs> baby, the little baby. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. I have a vlog. And this is Lindsay. You guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. If you guys want to talk to us, make sure you use the hashtag ABTV Supernatural so we can talk to you. All things Supernatural, Baby Amara, Michael, Lucifer, all the craziness that's happening. We'll see you guys next week for another crazy episode of Supernatural. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 